We'd like to welcome you back to part four of our current event and weekly Bible study for November 11th, 2019. Continuing along this type of theme, we should, uh, I thought that we should mention Epstein because, you know, we're dealing with uh, child molestation and the topics we've, we've just been covering in the previous part of this teaching. And this just broke this week from, from Project Veritas. Video leaked, ABC News Insider recording exposes Epstein cover-up, and uh, we're going to get into that right now. Yes. Do you solemnly swear the testimony you're about to give will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you? Yes, I do. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is Amy Robach, which is, she's talking to her producer on a hot mic, and, um, I don't know if she thinks she's not being recorded or or what, but this is what Project Veritas just released this week. And um, they're just having kind of like this candid conversation that I don't believe she thinks is being recorded. It was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. Then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. That's tape leaked to us by our latest network insider. This brave insider works at ABC News. ABC News anchorwoman Amy Robach is talking to her producer. The insider was, was swiftly fired over this as well. On a hot mic, she says she had the Jeffrey Epstein story three years ago, and her bosses at ABC News spiked it. And then, um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for twelve years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. I I tried for three years to get it on to no avail and now it's all coming out and it's like these new revelations and I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my God, we, it was, um, what, what we had was unreal. Our insider told us this tape was recorded earlier this year in late August, a day or so after this NPR report came out sharply criticizing ABC News for not broadcasting the Robach Jufre interview years ago. ABC has episodically covered the scandal, yet the interview was never broadcast, and Jufre says she was never told why. And again, this is just more evidence of the absolute total pedophile child molester cover-up of all the elites in high places, Epstein being one of the main ones that was uh, going, and I think his main job was to blackmail as many high-level people as he could. And Trump, Trump was one of the main ones, I mean, that he probably had more than anyone yet the thing is is the left acts like they want to take down trump so bad and they're gonna impeach him and all this stuff with hunter biden in the ukraine or whatever i don't even pay attention to it okay and then there's this 800 pound gorilla in the room okay which is far more damning than anything They've got a, regarding Hunter Biden or Ukraine or whatever, regarding Trump, being that Trump was his wingman, being they've got actual footage of Trump and Epstein together in multiple pictures, in video footage, going way, way back into like the early 90s. And all of the firsthand testimonies of women who are now women that were then preteen girls that said, yeah, I was molest sexually molested by Trump and Epstein at the same time. 
Epstein recruited me from Marlago, which is Trump's residence there in Fort Lauderdale. And then I became basically like his sex worker. And this, this, there's all these different eyewitness accounts of this happening that ties Trump to Epstein, that ties them both molesting girls. And I've, I've documented all this in previous studies. I've got two gigantic files on this at this point. And yet they won't, they won't touch any of that. They won't cover that. And that tells me this is all theater and it's all a lie. Because if they wanted to actually take down Trump, the information and the ammunition is so already there. Like gold, uh, like with a wrapping bow, gold-plated, it's there. They could do this very, very easily. They wouldn't have to go after some obscure thing in the Ukraine or whatever they're, they're trying to do at the moment to build theater so that you'll focus all your efforts on that. That is all I need to know to know all of this stuff about the impeachment stuff as a scam and a lie. Now, maybe maybe it will happen at some point, okay? Maybe that will happen. Maybe that's part of the theater, though, okay? But if they really wanted to actually go after him, go after Trump and impeach him, the child molestation stuff and the Epstein connections is all they would need. But it's kind of funny because it seems like they're going out of their way to suppress everything about Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, he killed himself. Game over. Don't, don't look this way anymore. He, he hung himself and when that wasn't even his body that they, they rolled out of there. Wasn't even his body. I mean, the, the one picture that they took of the guy that the body that was supposedly taken out of there, totally different ear, totally different nose, side profile. The picture is right there. It's not Jeffrey Epstein, Okay. It's all a cover. They want to. They want to make this go away, and this is why this isn't front page news with what Amy Robach is talking about here. Because they want to make the Epstein narrative go away. It ties Epstein to Trump. Epstein's tied to a lot of other people. He is was working with the Mossad and the synagogue of Satan to blackmail as many people as possible, and they own the media. So, I've, no, they're going to make this want to make this all go away, and this is why this happened where this Project Veritas story is not getting any traction anywhere in the mainstream news because they're all totally evil and corrupt. Other women backing it up. Hey, yep. Brad Edwards, the attorney, three years ago saying, like, aunt, like, we, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. And I had it all three years ago. But the creepy thing mm-hmm. is that we would make access to all of these well, then I got a little concerned about why I couldn't get on. On the leaked insider tape, Amy Robach says she had the Jeffrey Epstein story three years prior, but her exclusive interview was shelved. Robach mm-hmm. says in the leaked tape there was a lot of pressure from Buckingham Palace. According to NPR, the famed lawyer Alan Dershowitz yeah. also pressured the network to kill the story. Shortly before the interview was due to air, Harvard Emeritus Law Professor Alan Dershowitz called the network He was also one of Epstein's lead defense attorneys. We wonder if the story was killed to protect the rich and powerful. It seems few were worried about protecting the women who may have been Jeffrey Epstein's victims. Remember, Epstein was still a free man three years ago. And just to be clear, the interview has still not aired. What is ABC News waiting for, or who are they still protecting? Now, I'm going to, a little reminder here, I'm going back to one of these files I have on Trump right now. And, um... Oh man, <laughs> this is just <laughs> oh you see you there's a little map here of Palm Beach, Florida. It shows Epstein's address and, and Trump's address. And I mean they're 
I don't know how many blocks apart. It's same island. It's Palm Beach, Florida. Yeah, I'm sorry, I said, I think Fort Lauderdale. It's Palm Beach. And um, it's minutes away from Marlago. Epstein and Maxwell, which is Ghislaine Maxwell, which was the, the wicked, evil Mossad uh, handler of Epstein, the, the, the lady, would groom um, Roberts, which was one of the uh, um, sex slaves that I believe was recruited from Marlago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Roberts now in her, um, and she's one of the ones that are, that have been trying to um, bring this to light. This girl, she's grown up now. Roberts now in her thirties. This is Virginia Roberts. This is a photo of hers, and I, I put this photo in many of my my uh, studies. Virginia Roberts in a photo focused uh, in a photo during her forced sexual service of Prince Andrew, which is another one they just talked about there. Because Prince Andrew was one of the visitors to Epstein Island, as was Trump, but that's being covered up. Okay. You can't tell me Trump's, you know, his wingman and his good buddy, and they live blocks apart. Prince Andrew lives clear across the sea, but yeah, Trump never went to Orgy Island with Epstein and molested girl. No, that never happened. No, no. He drew the line there. He let, he let Epstein recruit young girls though from his Marlaga residence as uh, sex slaves or, or turn it into sex workers that was fine though no but he there's certain lines Trump won't cross yeah right so 17 year old Virginia Roberts in a photo during her forced sexual service of Prince Andrew with alleged child sex procurer Mossad agent Ghislaine Maxwell that was Epstein's handler Ghislaine Maxwell uh and there's a picture of him right here okay not photoshopped it's real they're all happy and whatever Roberts, now in her 30s, says she first encountered Epstein and Prince Andrew, who is the Duke of York, through Maxwell, Ghislaine. She said Maxwell at, she met Maxwell at Donald Trump's Marlago Country Club and residence in Florida. Donald Trump's been a slime bag from, you know, way, 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 way back. Where at only 15 years of age, she worked as a changing room assistant in the club spa at Marlago. Okay, that is where Ghislaine recruited Virginia Roberts from. Roberts eventually ended up working for Epstein under the guise of being a masseuse. Oh, yeah, they, he Epstein needed a lot of masseuses, you know. At Epstein's Palm Beach waterfront, which is just minutes away from Trump's Marlago. Epstein and Maxwell would groom Roberts and other underage sex slaves on techniques of pleasing Epstein and his friends, often involving kinky sex orgies, toys, and things of this nature. A lot of powerful men were part of Jeffrey's scene. Um, Roberts says, Epstein and Maxwell told me they wanted me to produce things for them. In addition to performing sex on men, they told me to pay attention to the details about what the men wanted so I could report back. Because remember, it was also a massive um, blackmailing scheme. And I'm sure it was all being recorded um, by cameras and these types of things that they could be blackmailed later if they got out of line. So again, sorry, I should have warned. I, I didn't know we were going to veer off into this. This is you know, obviously mature content. In addition to constantly finding underage girls to satisfy their personal desires... Epstein and Maxwell also got girls for Epstein's friends and acquaintances. Epstein specifically told me the reason for him doing this would be the, so that they would owe him. And, well, yeah, owe him and they'd be blackmailed. And they would be, quote, in his pocket. And he would have, quote, something on them. Yes, that's exactly why he was tasked by the synagogue of Satan, by Mossad, who were his ultimate handlers, 
to do this. Why Epstein would want dirt on powerful people other than for his own personal gain is a mystery. Oh, please spare me. We can only conclude that he was gathering dirt on behalf of some other party like Mossad or for Israel, Israel's desk at the CIA. Investigators into the Epstein child sex scandal turned up a contact book that contained the names and contact information for many prominent people, some of which included New York lawyer Alan Dershowitz. Isn't that just the guy that we, that we just heard on the Project Veritas thing saying that we need to stop talking about this? Hold on. Let me just reverse that real quick. And, 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 hold on. Let me, let me see if I can find that real quick. Yeah. Let me just replay that. Amy Robach says she had the Jeffrey Epstein story three years prior, but her exclusive interview was shelved. Robach says in the leaked tape, there was a lot of pressure from Buckingham Palace. According Buckingham to Palace, why? Because of Prince Andrew that we just talked about? Yeah, yeah, that and probably among other ones that, you know, were connected with Epstein. PR, the famed lawyer Alan Dershowitz also pressured the network to kill the story. Alan Dershowitz and Prince Andrew, essentially? Huh, didn't we just talk about them and, and what I just read you? It, you could have knocked me over the feather. I, I can't, you know, I can't believe it. Alan Dershowitz was another one that pressured them. What, what about Alan Dershowitz? Well... Let me just read this last sentence, sentence again from my report here. The, I'm probably just going to post this in the PDF so you can see it. I'll probably just have a, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll add this in after I go over this. So it'll be in, in the teaching for today, 11-11-19 at contendingfortruth.com. Investigators into the Epstein child sex scandal turned up a contact book that contained many um, names and contact for many prominent people, some of which include New York lawyer Alan Dershowitz. Who else? Donald Trump. Imagine that. Liquor Baron Edgar Bronfman. Bronfman. Oh, the one about the Bronfman uh, was the NCX sex scandal cult thing. Yeah, pretty sure it's the same dude. And former U.S. President William Clinton. Roberts didn't. didn't that's isn't that what the Project Veritas thing? We've had we had the Clintons. We had everything. They had Trump too, though. Because. Trump was buddies with Clinton. He was buddies with Epstein. He was buddies with Dershowitz. They all hung out. They were all together. Birds of a feather flocked together. They all had went to the same orgies or whatever they did. They all molested underage girls at bare minimum and most likely underage boys as well. They all went to Jeffrey Epstein's sex orgy island where he had his underground dungeon. And I got into what they did before there. I mean, that's it was a whole literal CIA mind control uh, sex torture chamber down below in, in the dungeons down below got into that in a recent teaching so yeah they're all they're all buddy buddies but see we can't talk about trump no 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 don't you dare talk about him even with his ultra slimy slime ball history going all the way back to the 70s roy Cohn is his mentor and he's tr showing up at roy Cohn's parties and there's literal pictures of it i posted one of them and there's a movie coming out i think it's already come out so it's going to be coming out about roy Cohn, where it shows a young donald trump dressed up as a roman gladiator at one of his gay orgy parties because that's what he liked he liked young men. and trump was actually a good looking dude back in the day and um yeah there he is right there right roy Cohn and him but trump's dressed up as a roman soldier in one of his gay Roman bath orgy parties. Yeah. Yeah. 
Roberts claims, now this is Julia Roberts, the one that was molested by all these, was, you know, groomed it, found at Marlago by Ghislaine, then Epstein, you know, brought her in, turned her, turned her into a sex slave, and then started pimping her out to people like Prince Andrew and other high-level politicians. Roberts claims she was forced to have sex with Dershowitz six times. I wonder why Dershowitz wants to spike the story when... This type of stuff exists on him. And there's all these eyewitnesses that have seen this stuff, but it's just never, ever allowed to get to the mainstream news media. Well, I'm going to bring it to you at contendingfortruth.com until, you know, I can't do it anymore. I'm going to keep pounding this and hammering this because this is the 800-pound gorilla in the room that all the conservatives don't want to talk about. And they think, well, it doesn't matter. Trump's our only hope. And, and so they've totally bought into the right-left paradigm. And it's so obvious what is going on. This is one small, this is a 50-page document I'm reading to you from. And this is just one 50-page document. I've got another one, too, on Trump. A lot of that information I haven't been able to get to yet. The, the evidence is so stinking overwhelming. I've put this out to a lot of different people, a lot of different people in alternative media. Glenn Kennedy, Dave Hodges, I'm sure there's probably some others. The, the the ones that are just vehemently defending Trump. Nobody, no, not one of them refuted one shred of anything I've sent them. Not one. You know, they just give me some hee-haw, him-haw excuse as to why that, you know, they got to keep supporting Trump and he's our only hope and, you know, doesn't matter what you show me. Don't confuse me with the facts. My mind, My mind is made up. Look at how they're attacking Trump. He must be a good guy. When it's like, are you kidding me? Are, you, you don't understand this is theater. You, you evidently don't. It's the show. Like I said, Dave Hodges had a guy in the other day that, I think, uh, was it Vance Davis? And he, the whole, the whole interview was trying to convince Dave this is the show, Dave. This is a show. Well, if it's a show, then Trump's an actor in the show. There's no Trump is 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 going to, you know, come like a white white knight and save the planet or whatever or save all this stuff, and he's gonna all of a sudden turn into some right. There's gonna be the facade of that, sure, yeah, the facade, but it's not real. He's an actor. He's working for the same people that Epstein worked for, the Mossad, the CIA. The synagogue of Satan. That's his faction of the Illuminati. Roberts claims she was forced to have sex with Dershowitz six times, but denies seeing Clinton having sex with anyone, although, she, although he was present at Epstein's mansion, as well as having flown in on Epstein's personal jet. Here, here's a picture of Alan Dershowitz making a Kabbalistic Masonic pose. He's, he's in this real weird hand symbol he's sitting there with this cheesy smile um epstein's defense deposition stated the following as to whether trump was involved in the non-stop epstein orgy and so here's what was asked to epstein have you ever socialized with donald trump in the presence of females under the age of 18 his answer, although I'd like to answer that question, at least today I'm going to have to assert my 5th, 6th, and 14th Amendments, sir. End of quote. It's straight from his deposition. He's not going to answer 
that question that have you ever socialized with Donald Trump in the presence of females under the age of 18? Because he has. They've raped girls and most likely little boys under the age of 18 and probably done a whole lot worse than that. This only questioned being in the presence of young girls, but Epstein still wouldn't touch it. Clearly there's something to miss here. And this is, I'm just going to read this next part too. I mean, new, new rape allegations against Trump. Trump supporters have all too easily dismissed a series of child rape charges against Trump, saying it's political and likely orchestrated by the Democratic Party, uh, specifically by Hillary Clinton. Again, the whole right-left paradigm. But it's unlikely considering Bill Clinton's own ties to Epstein. Why would Hillary want to open that can of worms, obviously? Or that's not, it wouldn't have helped her campaign any. Regardless, when one looks at court filings and details of the allegations, they line up with the claims made by Virginia Roberts after David. And she's not the only one. I've went over many girls that have said that Trump and Epstein raped them. Okay, They also cooperate with what's already, already admitted by Trump, his long in his long-term friendship with Epstein and a recently leaked audio tape of Trump boasting of his fame procured sex license with females and coveting another man's wife. Now this is this this is the tape that we all heard leading up to Trump being elected. This is the one that that everybody said when when this tape came out, I said Trump's done. He's done. There's no way he has any chance of winning the election. But miraculously, he did win, which is very, very unusual because um, it's that Access Hollywood with Billy Bush, who's actually a a um, was that, like a cousin of of Bush, which would make sense because remember it was the Bush faction and the Obama and the Clinton faction of the Illuminati, I believe, vying against the um, synagogue of Satan the Rothschild, the um, Trump faction of the Illuminati. That's the side Trump was on. So they wanted to have blackmail stuff on him as well. He was recorded and he didn't know he was being recorded by Billy Bush, okay? And this was the Access Hollywood tape we all heard. This, is, this isn't something that, that there's any hearsay or conjecture about. This was, this was public knowledge prior to the election, okay? So on the tape, Trump said, you know, I, I moved on her actually. And it's about... It's about some other man's wife. That's what Trump said about another man's wife. I moved on her, meaning I made a move on her, even though she was married. Then he says, quote, now this was all on the recording that we all heard back then. You know, she was down here in Palm Beach. I moved on her and I failed. I'll admit it. I did try and blank her. She was married. So, I mean, this is the kind of slime bag that is in the White House. He's been this slime bag though forever. He's a philandering um, sex addict slime bag. But yet he's this man of God, according to Mark Taylor and Jonathan Conjob and all of the other false prophets out there saying that Trump is this whatever. Yeah, God typically uses um, child molesters to um, do righteous works on his behalf and to save countries. That's typically the way God works, you know? No, it's not. Name me one time in the Bible that happened. A child molester that was doing that. Come on. 
I understand there was, God did use imperfect people and sometimes they were even wicked kings that had their hearts turned. But I mean, overtly somebody like Trump who's, we've got this type of knowledge about him? Come on, please spare me. He's not saved. He says he's never asked for forgiveness. I mean, all of these gigongous, right? Paula White's his spiritual advisor. He's got all these false prophets touting him. All the 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 um, mainstream, um, right-leaning conservative news like Sean Hannity are all his apologists. All of these gigantic red flags, but yet the alternative media and most of the Christ, most Christianity and alternative media won't say a, a bad word against him. Not me. No way. I don't care. I'm going to put out truth. If it's the truth, I'm going to put it out. And all I see is more confirmation of this every single time I report on it. You know, she was down in Palm Beach. I moved her and I failed. I'll admit it. I did try and blank her. She was married. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Just kiss. I don't even wait. He's so weird the way he talks. What a creep. I mean, what a stinking vile creep. Um... And I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. They let you do it because he's a star, okay? And you could do anything. Grab them by the blank, okay? You can do anything. So if you remember what the original tapes were, you can fill in the blanks. I'm not going to get any more descriptive than that. This is exactly the kind of predatory behavior and arrogance described by a 13-year-old who alleges that she was raped by Trump. And there's many more. Here's another one. On April 26th, Katie Johnson filed a rape complaint on a California court against defendants Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein. Why? Because they were each other's wingman. They're predatory wingmans. On the fourth and final sexual encounter with Donald Trump, the plaintiff, Katie Johnson, was tied to a bed by defendant Trump, who then proceeded to forcibly rape plaintiff Johnson. During the course of this savage sexual attack, plaintiff Johnson loudly pleaded with defendant Trump to please wear a condom. President defendant Trump responded by violently striking the plaintiff Johnson in the face with his open hand and screaming that, quote, he would do whatever he wanted as he refused to wear protection. This is your president. Now, I'm not yelling at my listeners. I'm just saying to those defending Trump, totally open practicing Kabbalist. O openly admitted that in the book that was released in 2003 as well then after being sexually satisfied the defendant donald trump put his suit back on and and when the plaintiff katie johnson in tears asked defendant trump what would happen if he had impregnated her defendant trump grabbed his wallet and threw some money at her and screamed that she should use the money to get a blanking abortion hmm imagine that so um the alleged witness, Tiffany Doe, uh, to this, which was, the, this was Katie Johnson, okay, that filed this rape complaint in a California court, okay. Um, the alleged witness to this, Tiffany Doe, to the above rape, has also come forward. She claims that she was paid by Epstein to lure underage girls to Epstein and friends parties with, with the bait of being promised modeling opportunities. It was at these series of parties that I personally witnessed the plaintiff being forced to perform various sexual acts on Donald J. Trump and Mr. Epstein. Both Mr. Trump and Mr. Epstein were advised that she was 13 years old. 
this goes on and on and on. I, I think I've read this before, but you know, I'm going to go ahead and repost this. It goes on and on and on. Contro Trump controlled by Mossad. Here's a whole report, a three-part report on how Trump's controlled by the Mossad. Uh, I mean, it's so sickening. It makes my stomach turn. But I'm going to go ahead and repost this, and then we're going to finish the rest of this of this Project Veritas video because I didn't know I was going to veer off into this. But it's it's all related. It's totally all related. And I'll just I'll go ahead. I I, po I reposted this report, uh, and it's entitled "The Synagogue of Satan Controls Trump." Epstein and Trump were tied to each other's hip. Donald Trump is a Mossad agent asset, and um, Donald Trump and Mossad asset Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, out on the town in New York City in 1997. Here they are together. Here is Donald Trump and Ghislaine Maxwell. Now, Ghislaine Maxwell was recruiting underage girls from Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. So it's not surprising to see, again, Trump tied to the one of the most wicked witches that we've ever known, Ghislaine Maxwell. They were, they were buddies. He was buddies with Epstein, buddies with Dershowitz, every slime ball you could imagine. Clintons, buddies with them all. Hillary. So, but, you know, we're supposed to look the other way on all that. And it was totally liberal, you know, openly. And then all of a sudden he became a conservative. Yeah, I'm sure that's genuine. Any inquisitive person should be asking themselves why a seemingly anti-establishment candidate like Donald Trump has been allowed to get as far as he has in the U.S. presidential race. The simplest answer is that he isn't anti-establishment. It is only fronting for a very convincing facade for public consumption. The, the family-made rich man has been strategically propped up as an anti, as an all-accommodating GOP extremist opponent of candidate Hillary Rodham Clinton, herself part of the very same establishment, and even a personal friend of Trump, at least prior to the race. Now, that doesn't mean I think they were both on the exact same team, as far as, I think they were on different factions of the Illuminati, but um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just two sides of the same wicked coin. Furthermore, we shall see Trump as nothing more than a puppet of the Mossad and likely under the control through opportunism and darker yet blackmail. Of course, he's been blackmailed to the hilt. All of these sexual escapades that Trump has done over the years, guess what? They got tapes on all of it because Epstein was recording all of it. That's why he was in business. All those rooms he had at his, his mansion... Epstein's mansion, guaranteed it was all being recorded. That was, again, he openly admitted that, even to his, his sex workers, that I want to have something on them, you know? So, um, here's, a, here's a quote from the Protocols of Zion, I believe, from 1903. And this is absolutely, and, and it has a picture of Donald Trump with double agent over his forehead. He's a double agent. The replaced, we replace the ruler by a caricature of a government, by a president taken from the mob, from the midst of our puppet creatures or slaves. This was the foundation of the, of the mine which we have laid under the Goy people. The Goy are referred to like by the synagogue of Satan as like the useless eaters, the non-Jews that are useless eaters. So if you're like a Gentile or someone else, you're you're a goy to them and you're like lower than dirt, you know, essentially. It's kind of how Islam refers to infidels, the non-believers in Islam. It's it's very, very similar. That term is very, very similar, but for um for Jews, okay, that um are pr primarily, I believe, of the synagogues. I'm not saying all Jews think that way, but I'm saying, you know, if they're of um, if they're practicing the Talmud and the Kabbalah, yeah, that's exactly how they're going to view you. 
we shall arrange elections in favor of such presidents as have in their past some dark undiscovered stain so in other words they're going to put people into power that have some dark undiscovered stain okay then they will be trustworthy agents for our accomplishment of our plans out of the fear of revelate of revelations what revelations the revelations of this dark stain this undiscovered dark stain well do you know how much they've got on trump please how could he not be bought sold and paid for not only that he's been bailed out of numerous bankruptcies by rothschild to boot so he's controlled so many ways it's just boggles the mind um so for our plans our fear and from the natural desire of everyone who has attained power namely the retention of privileges advantages and honor connected with the office of president this was what they were saying back in 1903 this was how the synagogue of satan operated and they're doing the same thing today so so i reposted this whole thing in here four part four so if you want to see this it's you know probably i don't know three four pages of this information regarding and it's just again a small sampling i've reco i've covered this in the past but it, it seemed to be very very pertinent to revisit this information regarding this project veritas tape which i haven't really seen i mean here we have alan dershowitz saying that he wants to bury the story we have the the palace as as um amy robach was saying was saying no no we need to spike this story the palace that you mean prince andrew was what she was in reference to prince andrew is right here in the report i'm posting here with this underage girl virginia roberts so <laughs> i don't know how much more I, I could tie um you know connect the dots at this point with with just this one project veritas report shortly before the interview was due to air harvard emeritus law professor alan dershowitz called the network he was also one of Epstein's lead defense attorneys. We wonder if the story was killed to protect the rich and powerful. It seems few were worried about protecting the women who may have been Jeffrey Epstein's victims. Remember, Epstein was still a free man three years ago. And just to be clear, the interview has still not aired. What is ABC News waiting for, or who are they still protecting? She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. Robach also has no and doubt. remember, Alan Dershowitz was the one um, that the uh, Mrs. Uh, Roberts claims she was forced to have sex with Dershowitz six times. He was a frequent friend and a, a frequent visitor of, Jeff, of Epstein's mansion and and trump and these types of people so he was part of the crowd about what happened to epstein when he finally was arrested and jailed so do i think he was killed a hundred percent yes i do because you want to he made his whole living blackmailing people yep yeah even she knew this but see they couldn't say anything about it because they're tasked with protecting the synagogue of satan owns the media and they own these types of shows they own all the ma major networks i've given you the charts on that before so they can't they, they they have to be silent about all of this they they can't say a word there were a lot of men in those planes a lot of men 
who visited that island. A lot of powerful men who came into that apartment. And I believe the apartment she's in reference to is probably his, his Manhattan apartment, Jeffrey Epstein's Manhattan, where a lot of the sex crimes took place. And the island is obviously Epstein's little St. John's or whatever island. It's the Orgy Island that they all went and frequented on Epstein's plane, the Lolita Express. That's what she's in reference to. So the, some lady in the back says, when I heard he was found dead in his jail cell, I was like, and then I think Amy Robach's gonna chime in here. I knew immediately. <clears throat> and they made it seem as though he made that suicide attempt two weeks earlier, but his lawyers claimed that he was roughed up by his cellmate around the neck. That was all like to plant the seed. Yep. And then. Uh, that, that was very astute on her part. Remember, he got roughed up in his jail cell supposedly two weeks prior to his, quote, suicide that never happened. Okay. They, they brought another guy's body out. It was a body double, but he didn't have the same ears. He didn't have the same nose. He didn't have the same facial structure, okay? They did kill that guy, but they brought him into his cell, killed him, and then took Epstein out. And then there, all their security cameras were down at the same time, and there was all these weird glitches that happened. Yeah, well, what she said was extremely astute because he got roughed up two weeks prior by his cellmate, and they're trying to, to plant these these seeds of, you know, all of these things about either he got murdered or he killed himself and things of this nature and he's unstable. And that's what she's in rep. And then she says, and then, and that's why I really believe it. I like, I really believe it. I'm, I'm, I, I really believe it. Like really believe it. The last of the leaked tape has Robach talking about alleged Epstein conspirator Ghislaine Maxwell and how she should be very careful. Okay, Ghislaine Maxwell, who I just was talking about. That was Epstein's procurer of young girls. That was also Jeffrey Epstein's Mossad handler and has been. I mean, up until like, she, she probably still is because he's, whether he's in Israel or I, I saw footage that he might have actually went back to Orgy Island because they did drone footage and the guy, the guy that looked up looked a lot like Epstein you know well he's dead though so it doesn't matter because you know that's the the news report all the news media will do is just deny it and deny it and deny it and say that's not him you know so that's all they've got to do because he's supposedly dead when the reality is is he's not dead Ghislaine Maxwell, who I had all sorts of stuff on her too. I love everyone. I'm like, it's so funny to hear everyone say her name now because I'm like, oh my God, like I had all this. And everyone's like, who's that? Who cares? I kept getting that. Who cares? Well, you know, I know how she feels because I've been screaming about this stuff now since February. And it's like very few people in alternative media and, and, and very few Christians in alternative media care. They don't care. They don't want to hear it. Because if Trump's bad, then oh boy, we're really in hot water then. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to just trust totally on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's your only hope. That's where God's bringing us to that point, I believe, by design, on purpose. This house of cards that, that you know, they have kind of built with Trump being the, 
the main one holding this house of cards up seemingly. It's all a facade and a lie. Um, she knows everything. She knows, she knows, she should, she should be careful. Well, she was his, like, she went out and recruited all of these girls. Yep. Yep. Isn't that what I just said? Isn't she confirming a lot of the stuff that I just said, other than overtly um, implicating Trump, because that was never, she was probably never even privy to that information. Epstein's bad enough, but, but the Trump stuff, you know, they got to really stay away from that. She should watch her back. Because if she goes, I mean, I'd have like security guards all around me. The brave insider who leaked this tape to us does not know who at ABC News spiked the story. But someone at ABC does. Our question, who killed the Epstein story at ABC News and why? Help us find out. James Goldston is the president mm. of ABC News. Mm. What did he know? And when... Goldston. So I'm sure he's Jewish. And again, I'm not, not coming against all Jews, but the people in the hierarchy at these types of places are put there by the synagogue of Satan to be gatekeepers for this information where they can spike stories and then put out whatever propaganda they want the synagogue of Satan to put out. Know it. Here's the landline number for ABC News President Goldston and his Twitter account. If you're an insider at ABC News or any other major media outlet or big tech company and you have seen corruption or bias, contact us at projectveritas.com slash brave. Be a catalyst for change. Be brave. So we have that. And um, <laughs> obviously, again, you know, I forget this stuff. I, I mean, honestly, just reading through that stuff I just read you about Trump, I forgot about some of that information that, you know, and that's just a little small portion of that 150-page document I have on Trump. Just one. Way more than that. And there's way worse stuff than that the Wayne Madsen stuff about you know him raping three little girls and three little boys and then paying off the families and, and what the names of the little boys and the names of the girls were and when the payoffs occurred I mean that's worse it's bad it's all bad but I mean you know here it is you know uh, Donald Trump said on the view on the view right on the talk show in 2006 he said quote if Ivanka weren't my daughter perhaps I would be dating her who thinks like that I mean, and there's so much creepy stuff with him and Ivanka. I, I got into that before. It's just so gross and creepy and cringeworthy and just perverted and perverse. That by itself shows you what a slimeball the guy is. Um, anyway, next report. And this kind of relates to the other two to a certain extent because these child molesters and these luciferians that are practicing this as a religion are also participating in child sacrifice so now 460,000 missing children in the usa each year no not in the last 10 no each year now around 800,000 people in the usa per year now that's including adults but 460,000 of the 800,000 are children. 
while the entire left-wing media protects pedophiles. Well, again, left-wing. It's right and it's left. Isn't Trump right? Isn't he right? Isn't he the the quintessential bastion now of of what a conservative and right-wing is now? Do you have any idea how many children go missing in the United States each year? According to globalmissingkids.org, 460,000 children are reported missing each year just in the United States alone. Yeah. The number is mind-boggling. Surely some percentage of those children are ultimately found alive and well, but there's no question that a significant portion of the 460,000 children end up in a Luciferian sex dungeon to be exploited and repeatedly raped by these devils. Yes, 100%. I've reported on this over and over. Jeffrey Epstein alone, who was widely reported uh, to have links to the Clintons and other other powerful politicians like Trump, reportedly demanded sexual gratification from child sex slaves multiple times per day who were provided to him by the global elite. At one point, well... Yeah, they were provided, they, they, they put him in that position, but Ghislaine was the one that was going out and recruiting them from places like Mar-a-Lago, okay? I mean, why would Trump hire like a 15-year-old girl to come work at Mar-a-Lago as a changing assistant? Why, 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 would you, why would you do something, well, because he's a slime bag and that's what they do. They're going to have some uh, some guys of some job that they're having them come work for. And, you know, then it's going to turn into another thing if they can be recruited in that direction. And they went and got girls that were from like trailer park places where they didn't have any money and they were desperate. And they would be more um, open, potentially. Let's say they had a really bad upbringing. They were the ones that were targeted by Ghislaine because if they came from good families... Most likely, the first time they got wind of any of um, nefarious things, they're going to run the other way and potentially become a whistleblower. So they always went after girls like that were of questionable backgrounds, and Ghislaine was the main one that approached them. At one point, Epstein was gifted with three 12-year-old French girls for his birthday. I wonder if he killed them afterward. I don't know. The girls were kidnapped and flown in from France. Reports, the, and that was a New York Post story. It's from the New York Post, mainstream. Yeah. To appease this connected pedophile ring mastermind. Here's a link to the New York, New York Post story. Here's a link if you want to read it. The pedophilia now even reaches the halls of mainstream media as both CBS News and ABC News are now actively defending a pedophile by firing a whistleblower staffer who sought to expose the cover-up that's what we just read from project veritas they fired the whistleblower once they found out who it was at abc okay as zero hedge reports wow cbs news st- fires staffer who had access to leaked amy robach audio that was revealed by project veritas the person who got fired in this situation was the one trying to protect the children who were being trafficked CBS sides with a pedophile. So, there you go. There you go. The top three broadcast networks are now openly protecting pedophiles. As this story explains, 
in WorldNet Daily. The Epstein case resonates as a shining example of the growing chasm between our society's elites and everyone else. If the super wealthy and super connected can uh, even get away with raping young girls with almost no punishment, our system is beyond broken. ABC's claims that the story didn't run because of lack of cooperating evidence are hard to accept with so many eyewitness testimonies about Epstein with Trump as his wingman. Okay, now I, I put that part in because they don't ever want to talk about Trump. No, 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 no. They supposedly want him gone, though. And they supposedly want him impeached right now. And he's the whatever. But they won't say a word at all connecting him to Epstein, which would be the ultimate easy bombshell to drop. It'd be so easy. I mean, I can do it. I got all the information right off the internet. With their resources, like ABC or CBS, if they really wanted to go after Trump, it'd be so simple. So simple. But they won't do it because it's theater. It's all a big game for our, our entertainment to keep our eyes fixed on it. All of these stories have been suppressed over the years. We have three major U.S. television broadcast networks implicated in some degree of covering for rapists. In Canada, by the way, an estimated 45,000 children are reported missing each year. In Australia, it's 20,000 children. And in the U.K., it's 113,000. Globally, we're talking about over 1 million children go missing each year. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's probably very conservative. What's really happening to all these children? It's gruesome to consider, but many of them end up in the hands of child traffickers who exploit the open borders of the, of the United States to transport kids, children to and from the United States. And again, I, I've went over this before. Trump's done more to make sure the borders are wide open than any other president in recent history. And when he signed that legislation at the end of February which is when the gloves really came off, that allowed anybody that came here, all they had to do is claim they might sponsor an unaccompanied minor in the future, an unaccompanied illegal alien minor. Now I'm talking about some illegal alien coming over the border. They, they step over the border, they claim asylum, they're like, I might sponsor an illegal alien child in the future. Okay, here you go. Come one, come all. And if you bring one with you, well, that you're definitely going to get in, and then you can just sell that unaccompanied illegal alien minor later, which is what the child sex traffickers do, and make a whole bunch, bunch of money. And then you could go back across the border and get another one and bring that one over. So the sex, so the sex, um, the sick, disgusting, pervert uh, child molesters could have more victims. That's why it's very important for them to keep the, the border open. And Trump's had more to do with that than anybody because of that legislation he signed in February. It's, it's section uh, 224A, I believe, of, of that legislation he signed at the end of February. I went over it many, many times. So that's where we're at. I'm, I'm reading this. One of the reasons the elite strongly opposed closing the open borders because it would make their child sex trafficking operations more difficult and expensive. Again, the World Net Daily and, and naturalnews.com, they're not going to say anything against Trump. I mean, even though he, it's like the 800-pound gorilla in the room, everybody just continues to ignore because he's so tied in with Epstein and all this other stuff. No, no, we can't, we can't talk about Trump. No, he's off limits. Next report, which kind of relates to this as well giant statue of Moloch has been put up right at the entrance to the Roman Colosseum. Tourists that visit the Colosseum in Rome these days are getting quite a shock. A gigantic statue of the pagan Canaanite deity known as Moloch has been erected right at the entrance. So you have to pass by this thing. 
It's gigantic. I, I, I post a picture of it here. It's this giant, like, bull thing with this all-seeing eye on its chest. And it's about as evil and pagan as you could possibly get, okay? In ancient times, those that served Moloch would literally sacrifice their children to him. And apparently this involved burning them to death. Yes. Yes. He had a pair of hands that were that were kind of like at his sides or his elbows like into his stomach and the the um hands were angled slightly upward and you would come i mean i can't even hardly say this but you would take your newborn baby or your child and put it on and then they would stoke a fire underneath the hands so the hands would be white hot and then you would put your child on the white hot um hands and the child would would start burning right away but then roll into he had a hole in his stomach where the child would roll into that hole and be consumed yeah, that's Moloch. That's the Moloch we're talking about here. Okay. And now a massive statue of this pagan idol is the centerpiece of a new archaeological ex exhibition at the world-famous Roman Colosseum, where all the uh, number of Christians were martyred for their faith and is now home for one of the most monstrous pagan deities the world has ever seen. Isn't that appropriate? You know? I know that this sounds almost too strange to be true, but this is actually happening. The following comes from the official press release for the exhibition. A reconstruction of the terrible deity Moloch linked to the Phoenician and Carth Carthaginian religions and featured in the 1914 film Kabira was, will be stationed at the entrance to the Colosseum to welcome visitors to the expedition, exhibition. Moloch is the biblical name of the Canaanite god associated with child sacrifice through fire and or war. The name of this deity also sometimes is spelled Moloch, Milcom, or Malcolm. For purposes of this article, we will use the name Moloch because that is the name that will be the most familiar to the majority of readers. The organization of this exhibition could have chosen to put Moloch in a dark corner where nobody would have noticed him, but instead they purposely decided to feature him in a place where 100% of the visitors to the Colosseum would immediately see him. One woman that recently visited the Colosseum told LifeSite News that she witnessed what she witnessed. Quote, we were so excited the day we decided to go to the Colosseum. Alexandria Clark told LifeSite News via email. She and her sister Tiffany were looking forward to visiting the site of Christian martyrdom. I don't know why you really look for that. I mean, that'd be very sobering i don't know about looking forward to it you know but anyway um that's just me um but the moment we got there the sight that greeted us was horrifying standing guard over the entrance was the colossal pagan statue of moloch uh it was placed in the prime spot so that everyone that entered the coliseum had to pass it she continued how in the world could something like this possibly be allowed and what makes this even more shocking is that the coliseum is actually controlled by the vatican Imagine that. The same ones that are sacrificing children under the Vatican, as we had heard in the tape before. See how this ties together? Epstein, the Vatican, royal hunting parties, Donald Trump. It's all tied together. It's all. It's all tied together. And the Vatican's the one that's that's given sanction to all this. The following comes from Breaking News Israel, a source close to the matter told breaking israel news that quote there is no way that such a thing could could be done without direct permission from the highest levels of the vatican 
the Colosseum of Rome is owned by the Vatican. They're probably sending a message to the Christians. This is what's coming. It was once again, it's coming back. We're going to have that Moloch back again. And here's your, here's your warning sign, Christians. The Colosseum of Rome is owned by the Vatican. Did you know that? Yeah. Why wouldn't you have, I mean, wouldn't that be something that you would want to tear down, not glorify? I mean, I'm just saying, all these Christian martyrs there, I mean, I don't know. The Roman Colosseum is owned by the Vatican, and specifically the Diocese of Rome, also called the Unholy See. I, I put the Unholy thing in there. If anyone wants to do anything there, they must get permission from the Diocese of Rome. This isn't just some random ancient deity. In Leviticus 8.21, the people of Israel are specifically warned against sacrificing their children to this monstrous idol. And it says, And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire to Molech, neither shalt thou profane the name of the Lord thy God, I am the Lord. And in Jeremiah 32.35, we are told that this is precisely what many people of Israel ended up doing as they fell away from the Lord. Uh, where it says, And they built them high places unto Baal, and in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to cause their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire unto Molech. Now, again, they're passing through the fire. His hands are slightly angled up. The fire's underneath his hands, stoking up. You, 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 you drop your, your little baby on the hands sideways, and it's passing through the fire, and then it rolls into Molech's, uh, there's an open thing in Molech's belly. Okay? They're passing through the fire unto Molech. I just described that whole process in detail, okay? Which I commanded them not, neither came it into my mind. Now, this is God talking that they should do that they should do this abomination. He never told them to do this abomination, in other words, to cause Judah to sin. But see, a society will get so warped and so twisted, according to Jeremiah 7, 11, and 14, if you want to read more about that specific thing, where they were sacrificing their children and... and um, under Molech, it says in Jeremiah 11, 7 and 14, and it also says it here in Jeremiah 32, 35. And they thought that they were right with God. They thought that they were doing this and they were doing it unto God. And God says in those, in those chapters as well, it says, don't, don't pray for this people. Cause I won't hear your prayer. I won't. They've crossed the line. I'm not going to hear, hear your prayer. Don't pray for them their judgment is sealed. Now, I'm not telling you not to pray about this or for people that participate in this. I'm just saying, it'll get to a point where, you know, society or a group of people or a race of people or maybe a particular sect of a religion where their consciences are so seared with a hot iron, where they've so been turned over to a reprobate mind that they think that the wicked, evil things they're doing, like sacrificing their children under Moloch, is actually a godly thing. I think we're, we're fastly approaching that in the world because you look around and it's like, I mean, I, I just shake my head every, every day, every time I, I have to go to air and, and report on all this stuff because it's totally incomprehensible to me. What's going on in the church and what, you know, here here we have the Catholic Church, supposedly the largest sect of Christianity in the world, and they're you know they're condoning to have mole, and it's not Christianity; it's false. But you know, they call themselves the Mother Church. They should, they should call themselves the Mother Whore Church. Sure, okay, I'll, I'll I can live with that. It's a good designation. 
over the past few years, there seems to be have been a concerted effort to put up symbols from ancient pagan religions in the Middle East in key locations all around the globe. This includes erecting the Arch of Baal in both Washington, D.C. and New York City. But unlike some of their other exhibitions, this one is going to last a whole lot longer than just a few days. In fact, we are being told that this statue of Moloch will remain standing at the Colosseum until March 29, 2020. Interestingly, Rome was just hit by a magnitude 4.4 earthquake and it is extremely unusual usual for such a large earthquake to happen there as it really shook a lot of people up. Yeah, it would be good if the whole place was leveled, including the Vatican. It's a wonder it hasn't happened. I have no idea if there's any connection, but I felt as it was noteworthy enough to share with all of you. Without a doubt, it is truly an abomination that a gigantic statue of Moloch is now standing right at the entrance of the Colosseum where so many Christians were brutally slaughtered by the Romans. Yeah, it really is. It's just absolutely, totally incomprehensible. And then, you know, we have this, which kind of relates to, to the other because it, it just seems like everything ties together now. Aborted baby DNA and vaccines. Adult, some, adult stem cell pioneer, Dr. Teresa Deicher, PhD, breaks down the science and provides the facts on this all-important topic. Go ahead and play this. Warning, the following video contains graphic contents that may be disturbing to some viewers. I'm Teresa Deicher, and I am a scientist, the president and founder of Sound Choice Pharmaceutical Institute. So a vaccine consists of a virus. The virus is a long chain of nucleic acid, and nucleic acid is what makes up our DNA, what makes up our RNA, and it's too long to make in a test tube. So we mimic <clears throat> nature's way of propagating or growing viruses, and we infect cells. What there is in the final product, when we use cells that have been made from an aborted fetus, are human fetal DNA fragments and cellular debris, and in quite high levels. MMR, chickenpox, Zostavax, that's shingles from Merck, all hepatitis A containing vaccines, um, Penticel, the polio com component of that, and um, uh, one of the rabies uh, vaccines. What you have are procurement companies who are working side by side, literally, with the abortionist, and typically right in the building. So what happens with the heart is that um, it will actually go into this contracture. And once that happens, you can't get good data from it. You can't get cells that will beat and work. So the tissue really becomes useless. It has to um, be flushed and um, put into a, a preservative that stops the heart within two minutes. The baby has to be born alive or they're not going to be able to get the heart and get it rushed and get it in the blocked solution, right, so that they can preserve it for processing. So just like when you're an organ donor and you sign the organ donor card, they take you in 
and they a lot of times oh you're an organ donor okay well, we need we need a we need a whole bunch of these organs we can make a ton of money you're a willing participant obviously okay we're not going to really do a whole lot to try to bring you back to life even if we could save you we're probably not going to depending on what hospital you're at it may not be the same for all i'm not saying there's not any good doctors on the planet but you know a lot of them you know make a little extra coin and um, so they, but the problem is, is they have to harvest your organs, but harvest them alive in order for the organs to be the most viable and freshest. Okay. So you're alive as they're taking, and they, they kill, want to kill you last because they want that heart beating until as long as possible to pump the blood through there so that you're alive as long as possible so they can harvest the most amount of organs while you're still living technically. So no anesthesia is given, no, no painkillers are given. And if you're aware of pain at that point, now, if you're totally brain dead, it's one thing. Okay. I get it. But if you're not, then you're feeling the agony of them taking the organs out of you while you're alive, uh, harvesting them so that they can make potentially millions of dollars off your organs that you gave them for free and feed the, the medical pharma cartel, you know. Now, I'm not saying that that's, that's a horrible thing if, if you, like, you did that. or I'm not really a big one on the whole organ transplant thing. I've done studies on that. I'm not a fan of it, to be quite honest with you. Uh, but I'm not saying these people are wicked for doing it by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not implying that. I'm implying, though, that what they're doing to these poor people is beyond wicked, though. And they're doing the same thing to the aborted babies. They're delivering them alive so they can harvest their organs so that that DNA can be used in the vaccines and then elsewhere, wherever else they're using these organs. It's the same procedure, guys. So this is the kind of wicked, evil stuff that just goes on as a matter of course daily throughout the planet. Are fetuses alive after the extraction? Well, a fetus born intact is definitely dead when they cut its heart out. Yeah, They're well, not given any anesthetic. But it's dead after they cut its heart out, but it's alive up until that point. I would never do this to a mouse or a rat. I would not be surprised um, that we might get some hard numbers, not in the so distant future, that abortions are delayed later and later um, so that the scientists and the procurement companies can get better um, late-term tissue. Absolutely. 100% they're doing that. Well, it, So it's... our fetus is still used to make vaccines. Let me just read that again. And many argue this technique stopped in the 70s. So let's see what she says. Well, it, it's not an old technique. Some of the cell lines that they're using for vaccine manufacture were made back in the 70s they're starting to kind of poop out so there are actually have to make new cell lines to replace those on a daily basis aborted babies are harvested and exploited for biomedical research and the practice continues because we close our eyes to the ethics of vaccines and when we do that to people who don't share our moral outlook there's no difference between an abortion done in 1970 and abortion done yesterday. Is using human fetal cell lines and vaccines dangerous? 
We absolutely know that the levels of DNA in these vaccines get into our children's bloodstream at levels that are above, sometimes a hundredfold higher than levels of fetal DNA that has been demonstrated to massively activate the immune response, causing a general cytokine release, and cytokines are toxins. And we are giving children 10 to 100-fold higher concentrations. We absolutely know toll-like receptor 9 will be activated. The pharmaceutical companies have never measured cytokine release. Um, and they've never measured um, that uh, acute autoimmune response. So, um, you know, <clears throat> it, 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 we're just living in an absolutely, totally satanic Luciferian system is, is all I can really say. I, I think I've just proven that with the last two to three parts here. Um, but again, if you're not aware of this stuff, then you may be caught up in these processes and think that they're godly and wonderful like a lot of christians probably think vaccines are godly and wonderful and they're not educated they're being destroyed for lack of knowledge they're ignorant of satan's devices so satan has got a total advantage of them you know um you know taylor is visiting our our family and she was talking to me on the phone and she was you know the rest of my family they're all vaccinated now they're coming around but you know her her cousin just told her today that you know she said you know it's crazy that you know you can kind of like now taylor taylor is lives a pretty a very very uh like a clean uh existence as far as like what she puts in her body and things of this nature but she can pretty much you know eat what she wants to eat and do what she wants to do and, and i mean that i don't mean that in an extreme way i just mean that you know like a normal existence she can exist normally and not have to worry about all these repercussions her cousin on the other hand and, and a lot of her other um cousins in the other side of our family um that would be my dad's side okay um they all have all of these massive health issues i mean the one cousin her one cousin she can't eat anything without having hardly massive um food Rea uh, food allergy reactions now and she's allergic to gluten and she's allergic to all these foods and what i would do is, is i'm gonna do a consult with her and i'm and she got blood work i'm gonna go over that with her but um she needs that histoplex product from biotics that's the ma main product i use for food allergies and then also biotics has another product now i think it's called glute glutase that i'm gonna order and bring into my line that if you're gluten intolerant you take that with you know meals and this will help your body adapt but the problem is is when you inject the dna of an aborted baby and that that dna has 500 different cancer genes and only god knows what else and then that gets incorporated into your own dna you're talking about now genetic chromosomal things that you might have to battle the rest of your life yes there are things you can do to mitigate and help that but so much of the problem is this the damage is already done she said every single one of um her cousins and her have all had cystic acne taylor's never had cystic acne at all and it kind of did run in my family i battled it a little bit growing up taylor was never vaccinated taylor's not even ever been to an md for a cycle of you know whatever at all she's had some minor you know surgeries to like when she got stitches when she like cut herself early on but you know 
So she's never been exposed to any of that. And she's as healthy as, you know, about you could get. I would, I would almost term Taylor a freak of nature physically. Her, her capacity to do cardiovascular work, if she ever did anything like CrossFit, she could probably be world champion. She's, she's that strong and she's that fit cardiovascular wise. She's like superhuman. It, I mean, it's scary. I've never seen anything like it. And it's just, she doesn't even hardly have to try. Now, I understand. She must have hit the genetic lottery. I mean, all I can say is that, you know, she must, she must have got the absolute best genetics from both her mom and myself. Okay, because I'm not, but I was vaccinated. You know, I battle a lot of garbage. You know, my immune system and just, you know, energy levels and just things ever since I've been a little kid. You know, and I was only vaccinated with a fraction of the vaccines they're vaccinated with now. It's up to the schedule's up to 72. Taylor's never had one. And if I have anything to say about it, she never will have any. And she she knows how wicked they are. But I mean, her cousin's telling her all this that, you know, all of all of me and my my other her Taylor's other cousins, they all have all cystic acne and all these health problems and things. And I'm sure they didn't eat as clean as Taylor and this type of stuff and didn't have all the access to the supplements like that I gave Taylor. That's that's a, a point too, but there's a gigantic difference. And her cousin's basically saying, you know, I'm really I'm really thinking this this was the vaccines that did this to me. I, I really have this feeling, you know, deep down that this is what caused so many of my health problems that I've got to this day. And this girl's young. She's like 25, you know? So this is what we're dealing with. Okay, I'm going to try to fit another report in here before we have to end this part. Uh, Philadelphia school officials start home visits of children not vaccinated. So here comes the Gestapo. Here comes the Nazis, okay? School officials in Philadelphia reportedly preparing to start doing home visits for students that have not provided medical records showing that they are up to date on their vaccines. Because see, they gotta kill us off and they gotta control us and they gotta tr create this sick, weak population. And they're gonna make sure you're in compliance or you can't go to school, at least for now. Next, it'll be, you know, you can't get a job. You can't drive. You can't exist, you know. The Philadelphia Inquirer reports over the summer, parents of Philadelphia students got phone calls, text messages, and letters reminding them to have their children vaccinated. By Monday's deadline for immunizations, the districts may start planning home visits to families that have not provided medical records or sought exemptions. Fork tongue Gestapo devils is what they are. So now they're going to, you know, home visits. That's where the rubber really starts meeting the road, if you ask me. District officials on Thursday said they want to minimize the number of students who are excluded from attending school for vaccine-related reasons. This year, students were given 60 days prior to provide their records to obtain a religious, medical, or philosophical exemption. But those they're trying to do away with all the religious ones, you know, and they have done away with a lot. In California, they're totally done away with. Apparently, the home visits are seen as necessary because the school district changed their policy that allowed school officials to send children home who were not vaccinated. This was the method previously used as an effective way of forcing families to provide medical records. Carolyn Lynch, the chief's, the district chief of student support services, said that as of this week, about 3,600 children were not yet in full compliance with school policies. And I, 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 I 
hope and pray to God that none of them ever get in full compliance with this draconian garbage. And then the next next report, I'll try to fit this in. Package insert for flu for flu zone vaccine marketed to seniors reveals that 23 senior citizens died just during the drug trial alone. Okay, so here we have all the ads for CVS and Walgreens and I believe right, yeah, right A, get your flu shots, get your immunization. You got to get it today or you're going to die. The annual marketing campaign pushing people to receive flu vaccinations is in full force. CVS Pharmacies is offering a 20% off shopping pass if you purchase a flu vaccine. Uh, I mean, this is so sickening. And again, they're try- they're doing all these tricks and tactics. to. And remember, the flu vaccine is where all the people that were in California that got scanned for the microchips, all of them were being were showing positive where they got their flu vaccine, the seniors. 80 to 90% of them were checking positive for being microchipped on the scanners. I mean, where you could actually pick up a signal on one of their scanners. So I got a feeling you're getting a whole lot more of the flu vaccine than you ever bargained for. As you can see in the screenshot above taken from the CVS website, senior citizens over the age of 65 are being targeted to get the high dose flu vaccine that'll kill you off even way quicker. The frequently asked question at CVS website defines the high dose flu vaccine containing four times the amount of the antigen that the part of the vaccine that causes the body to produce the antibody and create a reaction. So you're gonna have four times the chance of probably having a horrible reaction as well and dying. It has four times the amount of antigens in than a regular flu shot, which the high dose flu shots along with the additional antigen produced are intended to create a stronger immune response. No, they're intended to kill off senior citizens at a much higher rate. That's why they do it. Senior citizens' immune systems are not what a young person's is. So you're gonna have a much higher propensity to kill them and they know this. And that's why every year, at the um, retirement homes, it's a well-known fact that when flu season rolls around and when you know they come in there to give the flu, the flu shots, they know a whole bunch more beds are going to open up because a whole bunch more old people are going to die. All by design, on purpose. Been going on for years. But yet, do you see any real public outcry about it? Not really. I don't see any. I mean, you know, for the most part. The name of this flu vaccine that is marketed for seniors is called flu zone. You can find it marketed to all seniors through the major pharmacies of the United States. Um, and here's a, um, from the official website for this vaccine, we read, now I looked this up. Description of flu zone, high dose for intramuscular use in a sterilized suspension containing three strains of influenza viruses propagated in embryonic chicken eggs, inactivated with formaldehyde, which is what they embalm people, unbombed dead people with okay formaldehyde cancer causing formaldehyde concentrated and purified by zonal uh, centrifugation uh, on a su- on a sucro- sucrose gradient centrifug- centrifugation on a sucrose gradient split with triton x 100 further purified and then suspended in sodium phosphate buffered isotonic sodium chloride collusion. Sounds like a witchcraft brew straight from the pit of stinking hell to me. And it is. The flu zone high dose process uses an additional concentration factor after the ultra filtration step in order to obtain a higher um, HA antigen concentration. 
Fluzone High Dose complies with the WHO, World Health Organization, which is Satan, essentially, recommendation for the Northern Hemisphere for the 2019-2020 um, seasons. Package insert for flu vaccines show a multitude of side effects, including death, and yet why? And yet they are marketed the same as the over-the-counter drugs with no prescription needed. Why? Well, because they want to kill people off and make them sick and die quicker. Because in the United States, vaccines enjoy complete immunity from lawsuits in the marketplace. If you're injured or die from a vaccine, you or your family cannot sue the manufacturer of the vaccine. The law enacted by Congress was upheld by the U.S. Supreme Court in 2011 because they're so looking after your rights. Therefore, they are marketed with the same techniques as other high-profit products. With the baby boomer generation moving into their senior years, today's seniors are seen as especially a lucrative market. So financial incentives like discounts on other products, as CVS is doing, is quite common. Hey, you know, get your 20% discount. Yes, you will be in the casket within a week, but... You will be fully vaccinated in the casket and you got that 20% discount and that's really all that matters in the end, isn't it? Now, I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm just saying that tongue-in-cheek, kind of in a sarcastic way. It's almost like the way they would look at it, you know? Walgreens has a different program that especially boosts sales of vaccines. While vaccine rates in the U.S. among children are close to 90%, rates in other parts of the world where pharmaceutical companies do not have immunity from the law for adverse effects are much lower. So in partnership with Walgreens, a non-profit organization called Shot at Life. It should say Shot at Death, okay? Because, like, wow, I'm getting my vaccine and it gives me that Shot at Life. No, it's a Shot at Death is what it is. But anyway, they buy up the vaccines. And, and I don't know if they're the excess vaccines that Walgreens doesn't use. I don't know. But they buy up the vaccines and send them to these countries for free. And who doesn't want something for free? Especially when you're in a poor country. This is a brilliant marketing plan for the pharmaceutical companies as the U.S. government gives the organization buying the vaccines a nonprofit status, which allows them to receive tax-deductible donations to pay for the vaccines. Walgreens is probably a contributor to the program itself as a tax write-off. With legal immunity to market dangerous products, don't expect those doing the marketing and making the profits to warn you of their side effects. You need to find out this information for yourself. Okay, now... I'm over the 120 minute mark, so I apologize to anybody trying to cut CDs on this. I'm gonna, I have to add this last part in though because it's very much related and I'm gonna end this last part here because we're at four parts now. So, um, you know, I'm over, I don't even know, <laughs> five to six hours of recording. Um, remember what I just said in the last report about one of the main ingredients in this flu zone vaccine that they're giving to seniors is Triton X-100. Well, I'm like, what is that? You know, what, what is that? I mean, it sounds like something, you know, some really heavy duty chemical. Well, it is. During immunization, children, and now obviously seniors, are injected with Triton X-100, a chemical detergent made by Dow Chemical. Okay. So many people have been inadvertently allowing a toxic detergent to alter to uh, chemical to enter their bodies. I've never even talked about this one, to my knowledge. Okay, This is one of the many, many ways they're trying to kill us off. The list of vaccine excipients that the CDC released in January of 2017 contains some of the most dubious and toxic ingredients used by the pharmaceutical industry. One such ingredient, Triton X-100, is an industrial-grade detergent 
used mainly in textile and agrochemical production. The chemical is also used in manufacturing, household and industrial cleaners, paints and coatings, as well as oil field and metalworking fluids. I mean, where do I sign up? Can I just get a whole syringe of tritium X100 and eject it? Oh, no, that would kill me right away. Now, they just got to give it to me, you know, inch by inch as a cinch, you know, just a little bit at a time. Here, a little, there, a little, you know, kill you off kind of slower that way. And that way, there's more agony involved and they can make a lot more money off your slow, um, untimely demise. Apparently, the toxic ingredient is also used in the production of influenza vaccine. As per CDC data, five influenza vaccines contain the hazardous compound, which is the flu shot. The CDC's surveillance data on the recent flu infections should raise concerns on the subsequent long-term effects of tritium X100 contained in influenza vaccines. Previous studies have associated the toxic chemical with adverse health effects. The safety data sheet released by LabChem, indicates the long-term exposure to tritium X100 may induce gastrointestinal issues, eye damage, and respiratory irritation. A study in the Indian Journal of Occupational and Environmental Medicine revealed that polyethylene found in detergents like tritium X100 is associated with a host of adverse health effects, which include insulin resistance, which sets you up for diabetes, Reproduct, reduced reproductive activity, which is always a component of the vaccines because they're trying to mass sterilize society with the vaccines. That's one of the main reasons they, they have vaccines is because there's all of these sterilants in the vaccines um, and other metabolic issues. Another study showed that the non-ionic surfactants such as tritium X100 cause damage to enzyme activity that is vital for the body's normal uh, physiological functions. Surfactants are also considered a carcinogen. A surfactant is like a detergent. Okay, it's a when you when you like um, use soap to wash dishes. You know how like if there's like oil on a plate and you use soap on the oil and it helps break up the oil. That's what a surfactant does. Okay, it helps break the bonds of like oils and things of this nature. Well, it's the detergent. Okay, it's fine. Okay, well, I like to use natural soap. I mean, like um, the the cow Ben soap, which is made from literally coconuts. I mean, I, I think that's the best way to go. The detergents, like just the regular soap you buy in the stores, are filled with all kind of toxic, horrible chemicals that can absorb into you if you're cont or if you're um, using them on your skin, especially. Um, Anyway, surfactants are also considered a carcinogen, meaning they're cancer-causing, and are extremely toxic when they accumulate in the body. Now, granted, it depends what kind of surfactant you're Like the Calben soap, which is a surfactant, technically, that's what soap is, is not going to cause cancer. But this type of surfactant, like tritium X100, is cancer-causing. Furthermore, accumulation of surfactants, like tritium X100, inside the body may lead to liver damage and other chronic symptoms. These findings appear in the Journal of Chemical and Pharmaceutical Research. There's a link to that report there. I'm not making this stuff up. Detergents such as tritium X100 found in flu vaccines have also demonstrated synergistic toxicity with other medications. These detergents are also known. In other words, that when it starts to react with other medications in your body, then it's even more harmful because then there's chemical reactions taking place. These detergents are also known to promote tumor growth and cause cellular leakage due to weakened cellular walls. Research data has also shown that polyethylene contained in tritium X100 is an endocrine disruptor, which interferes with the normal endocrine functions in the body. Endocrine is your hormonal system, okay? 
So it can totally wreak havoc on your hormonal system. The study published in Molecular and Cellular Endocrinology, which I have a link here to it, stressed that the compound derails the body's homeostatic mechanisms that are essential for weight reduction. So for somebody that can't ever take off weight and no matter what they do, maybe it's just the vaccines. Maybe it's just the Tritium X100 and all the other stuff or, or the medications that you're taking or the other things you've been exposed to, like the GMOs. The reason that you can't lose weight. Another study revealed that very high exposure to polyethylene, which is commonly found in surfactants such as Tritium X100, lead to adverse reproductive incidents, meaning you abort your baby or you can't get pregnant at all. All by design, on purpose. Uh, thank you, Satan, essentially. And the, and the medical pharma cartel that's behind the vaccine industry. So... That's all we have for today. God bless you. Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio.